Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to another Talking Sense with me, Dr. Marta. Every week I answer one of your real life questions and I dive into the psychological understanding of things as well as offering you tips and ideas to guide you. Every week I like to start with a little check-in, just a moment to pause before we dive into a big topic. And today all I would like you to do is think about something that has brought you some joy. Can you visualize it? Can you think about who was there at the time? What was going on? Can you bring back a little bit, a sprinkling of that feeling in your body? It's always nice to remember joyful things, no matter what else is going on in our life. Joy and challenges can coexist together. And now let's begin. question is about what we do to ensure a child's safety when they run off impulsively. So let's have a listen. Hi Marta, I wondered if you could help. My son, who's nearly three, um, keeps on running away from me. Um, He does it mainly when we're in dangerous situations, car parks, um, busy high streets, shopping centres, but sometimes into roads and cars. Um, and I just, I've tried to help, I've, I've tried to speak on his level and explain the risks. Um, and I've recently bought some reins and I'm, I'm kind of hoping that they'll be a good deterrent, but just wondered if that was right. Um, so yes, any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. I feel like most parents have been in this situation or will be able to remember a time when their little one did this. It's so common for children between the ages of two and four to run off when they are kind of outside of the home. This is a developmental milestone in many, many ways. And the thing I want you to reframe here is that your child is not running away from you. They are running towards something, something exciting, something that's curious to them, something that they want to explore. Because the thing with toddlers, particularly between the ages of like two and four, is that they're like mini scientists in the world. Everything is a first to them. They do not understand risk or consequences. They don't understand this idea of cause and effect. They do and begin to in very simple terms, like if I throw something, it will fall to the floor. But if you have a child of around this age, perhaps, you know, nearly three, how many times did your child have to throw something before it kind of clicked to them that what it does every time is fall? This is really important for us as adults to understand about our children because they're not doing this behavior to annoy us or to kind of wind us up or manipulate us in some way. They're doing it because there's something really exciting that they've just spotted and they wanna do it. And it's so common. I mean, 
for me, most children do this, if not all of them. And it's something that we need to be aware of so that we can protect and safeguard their safety, which may mean stop them from running off at times when we need them to stay with us. And we need to provide them an alternative. We need to provide them safe spaces where they can run freely without having to hold our hand or know where we are. Just run into freedom. And this is about meeting a balance because I think sometimes as adults we feel like if we let our child do what they want, then we're gonna get it wrong. But if we restrict their freedoms too much, then we might also be getting it wrong. And what I wanna give you as a message here is that there is a balance, okay? There is a middle ground. And the middle ground, you can find it through boundaries. Boundaries are your best friends. And as a parent, I very much invite you to use boundaries, practice them as much as you can, and think of them not as things that are mean, but as things that protect your child's safety and teach them skills. When a child runs off because they're curious and they're exploring, and yes, this often happens in car parks, cars are exciting to children. They do not see them as dangerous. What you need to see in this moment is not misbehavior. What you need to see is that your child is lacking a skill. So if you meet a child when they run off with anger, or by telling them off, which might sound like, no, I told you not to run away from me. This is really dangerous. And I see this a lot in car parks all the time. It is such a common thing. So if you have done this, I want you to know you haven't harmed your child, okay? Nothing bad has happened, but you also haven't taught them anything. Why? Because as adults, we often think the louder we shout or the more like, Um, aggressively we try and communicate that something is dangerous to our child or maybe taking it a step further kind of saying something terrible will happen to them the more this is going to sit as a learning point in them that this is not okay to do that's not how children's brains work the more you shout at them the more you tell them off the more they see you as being really scary but they don't understand that the scary bit is actually the situation because the situation is exciting to them. So all they learn is that you are sometimes scary in a way that they don't understand because in that moment, they're just feeling joy. Most kids, as they're running around a car park or running off in a supermarket, they're just like, woohoo, this is exciting. Look at all this sensory stuff I can explore. They are not thinking this is really scary and dangerous and now my parent has shouted, I've understood. Okay, so this is really important because I know that it's like a first reaction that so many of us, I'm gonna put my hands up here, doesn't matter, I'm a psychologist, I'm also a human, we go to. And the reason we go there is because it brings our anxiety up. And so our fear ends up dominating our response. So the first thing to do is regulate your emotions. Yes, you, the adult, okay? When your child runs off, breathe. Remember, they're not running away from you. They're running towards something. And yes, this might be dangerous, but you don't even have to speak. I know, what a wild idea. You don't have to talk, but you do need to move fast. So rather than shouting loud, get your feet and your hands ready. That might mean dropping whatever you've got, the the trolley, the little carrier, whatever, your bag, drop it, 
go, go get your child, particularly if you think this is dangerous. In a supermarket, it might not be dangerous. It might be frightening to you that they've run into a crowd, but if they're running towards a car or towards a road or in a car park, yeah, see danger, okay? Listen to your body that's saying, whoa, this is really scary for my child and move towards them quickly, confidently that you will catch them up. I promise you will catch them up. And if there is one word I'm gonna let you use here, importantly, it's the word stop. And shout that loud, but don't say it 20 times. Say it once, stop, keep running. The stop is for your child, not for you. You wanna keep moving towards your child. And as soon as you reach them, pick them up. If in this moment you're still feeling fear, which is very likely because you're a human and you finally caught up with your child, but you might get a sense of relief with a mixture of anger and frustration and also just fear, it's lingering. Don't speak, just hold your child. What you might witness is that your child starts crying. They're not crying because you've picked them up. They're crying because you've taken them away from the thing that they wanted to explore or look at. This might not be the moment to talk to them and that is okay. Okay, get back to safety. Now, if you're in a shopping center, what I would say is, particularly with a little one, make sure you've always got a kind of trolley where you can sit them in, even if you're going in for a few small bits of food. Okay, this is something that you won't necessarily have to use forever, like the trolley, when you know you only need a few things for a basket. But when they're really small, it's a really helpful boundary. It's a tool. They can start inside the trolley if you're not sure that they're going to be able to stick with you and you can bring them down if there are things that you want them to do or help you with or you think, actually, it's a quiet day at the shop. Maybe they can practice staying near me. I would do this within a contained space. So something like the fruit and vegetable aisles are quite good for this because they're not long corridors often. They're a little bit wider and open plan so your child can run around but you can see them at all points. That would be one strategy for me. And it's good, children need to practice to learn to stay by your side. I'm gonna give you a script of what that sounds like in a second. But if you're somewhere like in a car park, you hold your child until you get to wherever you need to get and or if you're feeling really tense and frightened, you get them back in the car just for you. This is for you so that you can calm down. And when it gets to the point of talking to your child, it's about just naming that it's unsafe. It's not about telling them off. And it's about you remembering that the thing you're teaching them here is a boundary. So that might sound like, I can't let you run off in the car park. It's not safe. Thank you for reminding me that you're not ready to walk on your own. So from now on, I'm going to put you in a trolley or in a buggy, or I'm gonna use some reins. And that's gonna keep you safe. Okay. I don't know what that feels like to hear that me say those things. I think there is sometimes a sense of allowing children to have freedoms. And this is why allowing our children to have freedom in safe spaces is so important, but not when they're not ready. Now, what I want you to know is using a trolley, a buggy, or even reins, and I'm totally not against them. To me, they're not a deterrent 
None of these tools are deterrents, they're boundaries. And what boundaries allow you to do is teach a skill. So I used to put my child in a buggy. Yep, for a very long time. And I know some of my other kind of mum friends had let go of their buggies, but I didn't because I knew that my child would run off in the road. And we actually live by quite a busy road. So I can't just let her run off even outside our house. What would I do? I would pick her up before we got to the car because our car isn't on a drive. I would pick her up and tell her that this was a boundary that was necessary. I would also explain to her when we got into a car park and we were going to a shop or we were going somewhere else that she was going to go and sit in the buggy until we arrived to our destination. This is the teaching bit and you cannot teach your child anything unless you and they are calm. So my kind of message to you here is see your child running off as a learning point for you. See it as a communication that your child has not learnt the skills of being able to walk beside you or hold your hand firmly in a way that you can trust will maintain their safety. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And... You gotta preempt these behaviors and see them as ways of teaching them something. So before you leave the house, that might sound like, okay, we're going to the car. The street is really busy, so I'm gonna pick you up and put you in the car seat. If your child protests, has a tantrum, you can deal with that. You're at home, you're safe, but your child is not running off in a tantrum, okay? Which is really unsafe because they're also emotionally dysregulated. Pick them up, and before you cross the roads, be explicit. Look, there's a car. Can you see? We look right, and we look left, and we check out for cars. <gasps> look how quickly that car's going. Ooh, that could be dangerous. Okay, can you see any cars coming? Ask your child questions, simple questions like, can you see any cars coming our way? And if they say no, you say, great, so now we can cross. You're teaching them the street rules. You're teaching them health and safety just by being explicit about what you're doing. You put them in the car, you drive off, your child is safe. You get to a car park, you explain. I don't know what tool you're gonna use, so I'm gonna use my example. I would park the car and I'd say to my daughter, we're gonna go to the shop. I've got your buggy, but we can also use a trolley. Which would you like? Give your child choices and they will feel in control. And they won't feel like you're punishing them. They'll feel like, oh, I've got a sense of agency here. She quite likes trolleys. So I'd say, great. So you're going to stay in the car for a minute. 
while I go and get the trolley. Yeah, because I can't handle her and putting money in a trolley and getting it out. It's just too much for me. If you can do that, go for it. But for me, this is what worked. So I'd leave her in the car for a few seconds, go and get a trolley, put her in the trolley. In the shop, she sometimes would say, I want to look at that or I want to do this. or And I would say to her, I will get you down off the trolley, but you have to hold and push the trolley with me or you have to hold my hand. If you can't do that, you're going to go back inside the trolley because it's not safe. So what I'm doing here is setting an expectation. It's me telling her, this is my boundary. You can do this. And if I see you do something else, you're going back in the trolley. This is not a punishment. I am not punishing her for running off. I am not telling her off. And often when she did, because she did, of course she did, run off. She just wanted to. And I understood where that it was coming from a place of curiosity rather than I want to wind up my mother. I would just pick her up quietly, put her back in the trolley and she often would protest and I would empathize. And I would say something that sounds like, I know you want to run around. The shop is so exciting. There's so many things to see. I can't let you do that here. It's not safe. That's it. I empathize with her. I remind her that it's not safe. I then would handle her tears, you know, just soothing, just being like, I know it's so hard. I know. I sometimes offer her to help me in a different way. Like, okay, why don't I pick the things and you put them in the trolley? So I gave them to her in her little seat and she'd put them in the trolley. So this is about me trying to guide you through this idea of boundaries, not being mean, but also helping you set expectations for yourself and your child. We cannot expect a child between the ages of two to four, I'm going to go that far, even though most four-year-olds are pretty good at walking beside you, I'm going to extend it because if your child is neurodivergent in any way, they may struggle to handle their impulse. And you want to be able to know that that expectation that they can just walk by your side and know that the road is unsafe is not an appropriate one for a small child. Their curiosity and their impulse control will definitely take over because they have nothing in their brain to mediate them from stopping when they see danger. They simply don't see it. This brings me to tell you about trying to deconstruct some of the assumptions you might have when you see a child who may appear older in a buggy. Now, you can't know how old a child is by how tall or small they are. And I know that many parents feel judged when their appearing to be older child is in reins or in a buggy. This is again for me something that we need to break away from and the way to do this is for all of us as individuals to be more compassionate and more understanding of others we don't know what is happening for that child and that parent many children run off due to excitement but some children run off because they are sensorily overwhelmed by the visuals or the sounds or the movement of lots of people and that is highly unsafe too. So if a parent has chosen to put their child in a buggy or put them in reins, we need to see this as tools, tools that are supporting a parent. Don't judge, don't make an assumption. Neither of those things are bad. They're not bad. And the most important part here is that you keep trying to teach your child 
When they're in a safe place, the buggy or the reins, and you're walking down the street, you teach them about road safety by just being really explicit about how you cross the road. And you can make this gradual, so you're very, very, very explicit, and then over time you can start to ask them the questions, just from the start. So you say something like, we're about to cross the road, and your child might be in reins. We're about to cross the road, so what do you think we need to do next? Look right and left. Good. Show me. How would you do it? Great. And can you see any cars? Oh, there's one coming. So what should we do? Wait. Great. Walk them through the process, but let them show you that they can. And of course, in these moments, have the rein like around your wrist, but hold your child's hand. So their experience isn't of being on a rein. Their experiences of being hand in hand with you crossing the road. The rein is just your security switch. So if they run off, whoop they're caught. They won't be able to go any further. With me and my child, I didn't buy a rain. This is true. And I would have, but I used the buggy because it was big enough and she fit in it okay. And she was comfortable there. And the really important thing next with this is at some point you need to let them out of the buggy or let them off the rain. Okay. At some point. And don't use it as a deterrent. Don't use it as a, if you run away, I'll put this on you. It's about saying, I am going to put this on you because I don't think you're safe to cross the road, but we're learning together. And as you learn, I will get you off the buggy or I will take off the reins. Okay. It's not a threat. It's a tool. Finally, do not forget to make sure that you do take your child to settings and places where they can run off freely and get that sense of curiosity and exploration and get all of that out of their system in a safe place. This might be in parks or, you know, greens that are really big and broad and you know that they won't be able to like be in danger and let them run off. Don't shout out, okay? Just trust that they're gonna come back to you because they will. Children don't want to be away from your safety. They're just getting curious and exploring things. So make sure you take them to woodlands, parks, etc. Also, if you can, try and put them in shopping centers that are quiet and have a little bit of open space. So I can only talk about things that I'm aware of and that I know, but things like big shopping malls are great for this. They tend to have long corridors. And if you go early or before all the shops open, you can let your child run around. Just let them run freely. It gives them that experience of, I'm free and I'm doing this in a shop whilst being safe. And then when it's time to get into a shop, maybe you put them back in the buggy or you put the reins on. And at that point, your child will be able to kind of understand that this was safe, but this was not. We want to help our child differentiate and learn by experience is how children do this best. They don't learn when we shout at them or we just emphasize our point really strongly because they haven't experienced the danger of a car. But they do learn that when cars are around or a road is around, this is the behavior that is appropriate when they experience it with you. And they also learn in other situations that they can run off and explore and be free and it's safe to do so when they experience it with you too. So make sure that those things hold. Number one, keeping your child safe is your responsibility. 
We don't expect our children to know what is dangerous. We need to teach them through experience how to stay safe. When your child is too small to follow the rules of safety in busy roads, shopping centers, or car parks, you need to be the one who uses the tools to keep them safe. Make sure you talk to them about this. This is the learning part. You're teaching them a boundary and you're explaining why this has to happen the way it happens. Finally, don't forget to teach when they're safe, when they're in a buggy, when they're in a shopping cart, when they're on reins. This is your opportunity to teach them what is and what isn't safe so that they're practicing and learning as they go. This isn't a passive experience. It's an actively learning experience. And finally, don't forget, let your child run around in safe spaces. Let them explore, let them be curious, let them feel that sense of freedom, which we all need to get, but particularly children, because in childhood, there's not a lot of freedoms. Most things are set by adults. Most things are that we explain to our children are unsafe or unhealthy or have to be done a certain way. So when they're running off, they're also giving themselves that sense of I'm free and this body is mine. And that is such an important thing to offer little ones. So don't forget to offer them that too, alongside your safe, structured boundaries. And we're coming to an end. Thank you for joining me on another Talking Sense podcast. If you've enjoyed this or found it useful, please don't forget to rate or review it on the app that you've listened to this on. Also come and join my community on Instagram at Dr. Marta Psychologist. And don't forget to have a look at my website where I've got a long list of resources and useful tools for you, drmartapsychologist.com. I always like to end on a little mantra to hold you for the rest of the week. And today, given the things we've talked about, it's I am my child's safe place. I hope you find your safe place this week too and some pockets of joy. Until next time, see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.